Hey friend, before we get to the episode, I have a free gift for you today. Do you want to start a podcast, but maybe you feel like it's probably too expensive, it's too confusing, and too time-consuming? Well, you need my podcast equipment guide. It's the five things I could not record my podcast without, and they all cost less than $100. I'll talk to you with direct links of what to buy about the physical podcast equipment, podcasting softwares, hosting, and more, all in this free guide. It's everything you need to feel ready to start a podcast today. So go get it at elizabethmccravey.com slash record. Now, here's the episode. Hey guys, I'm Elizabeth McCravey, a website designer and business coach for entrepreneurs and your host for the Breakthrough Brand Podcast, the show that's all about pulling back the curtain on how to actually build a successful business. I don't skim the surface around here. If you want a deep dive into the nitty gritty details of what it takes to run a successful business and stand out in a crowd, you're in the right place. After creating a multiple six-figure-a-year website design business in my 20s, I'm ready to share everything I've learned and everything I'm still learning because I believe the keys to building a thriving business should never be a secret. Here you'll find episodes that are actionable, direct, and fun, like friends chatting business over coffee and a fresh, honest take on the reality of being an entrepreneur. If you're ready to master online marketing, branding, website design, mindset, and business strategy, then this is the podcast for you. It's time to build your breakthrough brand. Let's do this. All right, friends, I'm very excited to share this episode with you, and we've got it as a part one and part two, and both episodes are airing this week with just one day between them. So if you're listening to this live, just come back Thursday for part two, and if you're listening to this in the future, then you can binge both episodes right now back to back. So I'm sharing eight ways for today for our next episode that you can make more money in your business as a service provider. Maybe you're a brand and website designer, maybe you're a copywriter, a podcast producer, event planner, uh, bookkeeper, photographer, coach, whatever it is, these tips are going to help you make more money and book more clients. And a few of the ways might seem obvious, but I've actually tried to, in thinking about these eight ways, I kind of thought about, okay, what are the most obvious things we all talk about and try to avoid those? So we're not talking about things like just add new service or create a course or make templates or anything like that. We're focusing more on like some of the more nuanced, smaller things that we often overlook, but that can help you um, make more money in your business without abruptly changing your business model, without adding products or new services or reinventing the wheel in some other way. Um, so try them all. Try the ones you haven't before, whatever you want to do. These things are going to help you increase your revenue in your service business. So let's get to it. All right, way number one to make more money in your service business, reach back out to cold leads that had potential. So maybe you had a discovery call with someone, but then they said they couldn't book because they weren't ready yet. Maybe a potential customer sent you the most excited email ever about working together, um, or maybe the contact form fill out, whatever it is. They're so excited, but then they never responded when you wrote back and you got ghosted. Maybe a potential client said no for now, but you guys chat a lot over Instagram and you know they still don't have a new website or they still haven't hired a brand photographer or whatever it is. Um, maybe now like your services have changed a little bit since you last talked to that person and like you know they wanted this 
this one particular thing that you didn't really do, but now you do it. Um, there's a lot of different reasons here, but basically just because a lead went cold once doesn't mean they are a cold lead forever officially. You know, we talk about leads as like warm, hot, cold. When I say cold, I really mean the person who like ghosted you typically or who said literally no to working with you for whatever reason. Um, so in my business, I've always had the habit of reaching back out to cold leads, both for service work as a designer and then also for my template shop. And I don't reach out back to, I don't reach back out to every single lead. Um, definitely not. Um, sometimes it's clear that it isn't going to work out, that they aren't interested, that they already booked someone else, that they don't like your prices, whatever it is. And in those cases, you should let it go. I'm not telling you here to like bombard someone with emails, um, just following up and following up until they hopefully book you. But sometimes there is a potential client that doesn't book. And when you look at the situation, you're like, hey, that felt really promising. Um, they seemed really interested, but now I'm not hearing from them. Or they said not right now, but things might have changed. And maybe they just need to hear from you again, and they'll be ready. So for example, I've had it happen to me where a client was so excited when they filled out my contact form, and I get this message. And I'm like, oh, these people are so ready. Um, but then they ghost me when I write back. And then I follow up a few months later and turn Turns out they had something big happen in their personal life that sidetracked them and then they stopped wanting to redo their website and they just needed that extra reminder from me. People have things come up all the time. Like maybe they were really excited in December to start with your new service, to get copywriting, to get brand photos, to get a new website, um, to get their bookkeeping cleaned up. And then all of a sudden they got distracted by everything else going on in their business and they forget. Or maybe y'all had a great discovery call, but they got cold feet because they didn't have the money. Um, and a few months later, they look at their bank account and they actually do. So just reach back out, make it personal. Every lead is going to be different with what needs to be said. So this this is not like a templated thing. It needs to be very personalized, but you would be absolutely shocked by how many people will book after you do this. And we'll talk about this more in part two, but like one of the easiest ways to get more clients is to first of all, go back to past clients, but then also to look at the pool of potential clients right there in front of you with those people who have already raised their hand and said, I'm interested. That, that group of people is so much easier to book with than someone who has no familiarity with you and your brand at all yet. Um, so going back to that pool of people is a great place to start. And as I was thinking about this too, I'm now someone who hires other service providers for things like copywriting or SEO or Facebook ad management and things like that. And I have been the person who kind of ghosts someone. Um, again, not because I was like, I don't like them, but maybe I forget or I get distracted by something else or I was like, oh, I'm going to do this project now, but then you have more things come up. So those service providers reaching back out and saying like, hey, we emailed about this a while ago and you were interested and I wanted to just check my in. Is this still something you want to do? So that goes a long way in booking someone. All right. Way number two for us to make more money in our service business network to get referrals from both other people who do what you do and then also industry peers. So let me explain all this. Networking and friendships in your industry and outside of your industry is one of the most overlooked ways to book more clients, in my opinion. Um, I rarely see people talking about this enough and teaching how to do this well. 
And I think too, when we hear the word networking, we often are thinking of like old school exchanging business cards at some sort of corporate meeting that's like local in your town, this like, you know, business bureau type thing. I don't know. We think about like that, like suits and all of that sort of thing. But in reality, networking today, especially for my business and most of you listening, can actually just happen every day from your house through the internet and does not involve business cards or any kind of corporate event. And effective networking can lead you to book more clients and make more friends. It's such a win on so many levels. And I love networking so much and I love talking about it so much that I have a whole module on this in Book.Designer. Again, because I think it's important and it's overlooked. So I teach how to do it well in Book.Designer. Um, and that module has eight lessons, eight video lessons, just walking through how to do networking well. So if you want to deep dive into this, join Book.Designer, go straight to module three. You will love it. I even teach things like how to pitch yourself for podcasts, how to be a better guest on podcasts, which one of the book.designer students just shared um, last week is like her Friday win that she got. Uh, she's going to be a guest on one of her favorite podcasts and used the pitching guide I share in the course. So there's things like that, how to network in Facebook groups and in-person events on Instagram. So much goodness there. So to sum this one up though, I've got some examples for you for different types of service businesses. So if you're a designer, um, it could be making friends and networking with people who need to refer designers. For example, like a copywriter or a brand photographer, you could become their go-to referral. Their copywriting clients, you know, they get hired for copywriting. They need a website too, so they refer you. Um, someone got brand photos done, and the next step is a website to put them on, so they refer you. Um, the business that just started, they go and get SEO work done on their new website, but then they never got a logo, so they refer you. So that's like outside of the designer community, but then it's the same thing within the, the designer community. So having other designers who are maybe too booked up who want to refer you, or maybe they used to do one-on-one work, so they still get inquiries about it, but they don't do it anymore. Um, maybe they are Squarespace designer and they get an inquiry about WordPress and that's what they do. So they refer you. So there's so many ways to get clients this way. And to give you some other industry examples, it's similar, but reverse some. So maybe you're a brand photographer. And so for you, you're going to befriend and network with other brand photographers and other types of photographers who you, maybe they're a wedding photographer, but they get questions about branding and they don't do it. So they want to refer you. Um, maybe you're networking with website designers who are telling their clients, clients, go get brand photos done. As a website designer, that is something we are telling um, our clients all the time. So you could be their go-to referral for that. Um, If you're a copywriter, it's be for any other copywriters who maybe they are too booked up. Maybe they aren't going to take that project for whatever reason, but also other people like designers, SEO specialists, and other services someone who is higher copywriting for would also be hiring for this service. So that's just a few examples for you, but don't miss this one. Referrals really can be a huge way to transform your business, and it is seriously fun. It's just a different kind of friendship when you are um, even like an online friend, but in-person friend, whatever, but friends with people who are doing similar things as you. It's really fun. It's fun for networking. And I also like thinking about like ways this plays out. Um, in our Book.Designer Facebook community, which I love, it's such a fun spot to ask questions and um, have great conversations about what's going on in your business. But I try to keep it a place where referrals are always happening, which I absolutely love. So for me, I get questions all the time and have potential clients to refer out to people. And I post those in there. And then we also regularly have posts from other people in the course who they can't take a client for whatever reason, or 
like that example I was using before, maybe their thing is Kajabi design and they're getting an inquiry about WordPress and they want to send that person to someone, they're referring it out. Or we have students who are like, hey, I'm at my max capacity for how many clients I want to be working with right now. So I'm going to refer this out. So it's really awesome. It's awesome community with a lot of referrals happening. But this is just one not to miss, not to overlook. Again, it can be easy to kind of think, oh, networking, like that's not really a way to like make more revenue you make more money in my business, but it seriously is, I promise. All right, number three, and this one might seem a little bit odd, but let me explain. So respond faster and with a more personable approach always to messages. So on Instagram, on email, on like discovery calls, whatever it is, um, responding faster with a more personal approach. So systems can help with this, but the thing we're talking about here really is don't let messages hit your inbox and sit there for days with the person wondering if or when they'll ever hear back from you. And then also, don't let your email to them feel so stale and boring and not show your personality a little bit. So we live in the age of Amazon and a time when we can order something online and it's at our doorstep just hours later. And our expectations around when things are delivered also translates over to our expectation on response times from businesses of all types. So we expect people to respond quickly. Um, we don't want to wait hours to talk to a real person from Comcast. And we also don't want to wait days to hear back from a small business owner about a brand redesign. It's all very connected. And we also live in the age of the personal brand and more personality-driven businesses, more mission-driven businesses, and more approachable, less corporate, more small as the vibe overall. And you guys, bigger businesses get this, and they are often trying to make themselves feel more fun, more approachable, and honestly smaller, not smaller financially, but smaller from an approachable standpoint. You can see this across industries and smart, like these businesses know what they're doing by making themselves feel smaller, making access easier, all of that kind of thing. But for some reason, for us actual small businesses, sometimes we want to feel bigger and we want to take the personal approach, personable approach out of this because of that. And it's not cool. It's not necessary. Um, let them know there's a real person behind the email. Let them know you care and reply quickly. You can laugh in emails. You can show enthusiasm. You can show personality. And you can try to make connections on a person-to-person level. Like the fact that you are a small business owner working one-on-one with clients is an advantage in so many ways. So use it to your advantage. People crave this. And oftentimes in business, the person who can make the personal connection is the one who wins. So write back quickly when you're able to be personable, set up autoresponders so that people get a response even when you're not going to be able to reply ASAP. I have multiple podcast episodes where I talk about that kind of stuff um, that you can go reference, but it's so important to have that so that someone fills out your contact form on a Friday night. And you know, you might be like, I have great work on balance and I'm not going to respond till Monday, but it'd be great for them to get an autoresponder from you. That really helps with this. And then show your personality over emailing, over discovery calls and all the communication you do with potential clients. It really will help you make more money in your business. All right. And the last one for this episode, remember there are four more that are going to be in the next episode Thursday this week. So go to that. But number four, invest in coaching and training from someone who has already done it. Um, this is kind of the concept of spend money to make money right. And for me, I'm pretty conservative when it comes to my business spending. Like I'm very thoughtful about what I invest in. I have been from the beginning of my business. That's how I keep great profit margins. 
But I will say when I think back of like, what are some of the best investments I've made in my business outside of like some softwares that's kind of like you got to have that to keep things running. Education from people who have gone before me have been some of the best investments I've made. And no, not every single investment um, has been a win, but the ones that have been wins have been major wins where it's like I made back the money I spent and then a ton more. Um, So, so, so worth it from just what I'm learning in this content. So what I mean with this too is there's no reason to figure it all out alone if you don't have to, because like I was saying before, we live in the age of Amazon. We also live in the age of online education. Um, we are in the age of online courses and people out there who are saying, hey, I did this and I learned how and let me teach you how I did it as well. Um, and there are plenty of courses out there that aren't all they're cracked up to be. I'm sure like myself, you've probably taken some of those and maybe been disappointed, but there are plenty out there that are more than what's advertised and that like really are pouring out like exactly what you need to run your business on whatever topic it is and can save you a lot of time and energy. Um, Same thing for coaches and coaching groups and um, events and all those kind of things. So my tip for you here, consider courses, consider coaches, consider events, consider investing in yourself and in your business as a way to bring in more money. And I hope if you're a longtime podcast listener or even a short-term one, but like if you're someone who feels like you've benefited a lot from this show, I hope that you can also feel like you trust um, my courses and other things like my website templates. So I want to say too with this, like with Book.Designer, y'all, I've created what I wish I had when I started my business. We've got a dynamite course that will save you time as you grow your business and give you a framework for what to do. And then we've got coaching to support you with questions that come up along the way and a community of other designers to bounce ideas off of who really get it and get what you're going through and are in it right now too. So if you're a designer, whether you're a brand designer, website designer, stationary designer, calligraphy, or some other sort of design, come join us in Book.Designer. The doors are open right now. And I want to read, because I've actually been like looking through a lot of these testimonials lately, um, a few just fast things that three different students have said about the course. Um, and then I'm going to like continue closing out this tip. But here are three things. First, um, this is from Mara. She said, Book.Designer has truly been the best course I've ever joined for my business. There's truly no other course like this for designers out there, and I've taken a lot of them. Elizabeth gives you a full behind-the-scenes look at her business and makes it super easy to streamline your own business without having to figure out everything on your own. Um, That feels like the true definition of what I'm saying about how like um, investing in yourself um, through courses and um, other people who've gone before you really helps. Okay, and then this one's from Nora. She said, honestly, enrolling in this course has been the best decision I've made all year. I really wish this would have been around when I was starting out. I would have ate, slept, and breathed it all in for the never-ending juicy info you give to help run a business. Um, I love that. And for those of you who are brand new, um, you're gonna love this course. And for some of you who are more advanced, um, you're also going to get so much of it out of it as well. Okay, last one I want to read. This is from Heather. She said, Book.Designer is the most comprehensive course out there about building a successful design business. Elizabeth leaves no secret unshared, providing specific stories and examples and actual takeaways with each lesson. You not only get full access to the in-depth course content, but also a super collaborative community of other designers who act as an amazing support system for you as you begin to implement changes in your business. This course is worth every penny. 
Okay, so those are just a few. Um, there's more in the Book Not Designer page with all the info, but come join us. The doors are open right now. And if you're hearing all this and you're like, okay, I get it, Elizabeth, investing in um, courses, investing in my business is one of the ways to make more money, and I'd love to invest with you, um, but you're not a designer. Um, if you do something else like copywriting, bookkeeping, photography, event planning, podcasting, production, um, SEO, social media management, coaching, all of that, just know I have courses planned this year that are like booked out designer, but made for you. Um, so if you want to be learning from me in that way, stay tuned for ways you can learn beyond the podcast and get deeper content that really dives into really even more tactical than the podcast. So if you're excited for future courses, DM me on Instagram and tell me, cause I'd love to hear from you if you're someone who like feels excited about this. Um, so that's it for today. Um, those are the tips. And like I said, Thursday, I'm sharing four more um, for how to make more money in your service business. And then if booked out designer is something that interests you, or if you just want a little more information about it, go to the page for it. I'll link to it in the show notes. And yeah, come back Thursday for part two of this episode. All right, I'll talk to y'all then. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast today and for staying until the end. I appreciate you being here. And if you enjoyed this episode, then I want to invite you to check out my online course and coaching program for designers, Booked Out Designer. In this program, I teach you how to build a successful in-demand booked out business as a designer. You'll learn everything from the exact experience I take my clients through to things like figuring out your niche, mastering discovery calls, pricing your services for profit, creating contracts that will not call you legal troubles and my exact social media strategies to book clients. You even get to watch recordings of me in actual meetings with my actual clients so you can really learn through what you're seeing. We take things you're learning on this podcast and so many topics I never even cover on the show and deep dive into them. So in addition to the amazing course, the course is nine modules of teaching with over 90 lessons. You get group coaching calls with me and access to an exclusive Facebook community of designers just like you. And fun fact, this isn't one of those kind of Facebook groups where the founder never comments on posts or you never see them in there. You'll find me there all the time ready to help you out with any business questions you have. So to get info on the course and to see when the doors will be opening again, head to elizabethmccravey.com slash BOD short for booked out designer. I hope to be able to coach you and teach you inside of the course soon. And don't forget that you can subscribe to this podcast on Apple podcasts or wherever you're listening so that you never miss an episode. And a great way to support the show is to leave a rating and review, share it with a friend, share it on social media. All of that will help get the word out. All right. I'll see you again next week.